Dr. Mike here. When it comes to living forever-ish, what's in and what's not? Stay tuned to find out. You're listening to Live Forever-ish, a show dedicated to helping you live just a little longer. Here's your host, Dr. Mike and Dr. Crystal Gossard. Hi, I'm Dr. Mike. Thanks for joining us, uh, Live Forever-ish. I'm here with Dr. Crystal Gossert. Yes. Welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. A doctor of clinical nutrition, works with uh, me at Life Extension, yes. right? So, mm-hmm. um, uh, you know, we are a longevity company. Yes, we are. We, we do a, a lot of research. We make a lot of formulas that are mm-hmm. helping people add vibrant years to their life. That's important. We're not just talking about living longer. Yes, I like that vibrant years. Vibrant years, years right? Yeah. yeah, I don't I don't I don't want to live to 90 and not be able to move. Exactly. If I'm going to live to 90, I want to be able to travel and stuff. You have to think about yourself whenever you're 70, 80, 90 and what type of older person, what type of life do you want to yeah. have at that well, age? Well, so conventional medicine has increased longevity Right. Mm-hmm. And but it's bad longevity. Oh, yeah, because they can keep you alive on. <laughs> but yeah, on all kinds of polypharmacy, they call yes. it. And, but just go go into a uh, general doctor, internal medicine mm-hmm. office and you'll see the 70, 80, 90 year olds in there. They're alive, but, they, you know, they can't even get up off the chair. Yeah. And, and I'm not making fun. I'm not. But that's not what we're talking about. Exactly. We're talking the 90 year old. Look at my uncle at my family reunion. He's in his 90s. He's in great shape. He's winning wow. our golf tournament. I'm like, that's the kind that's of 90 what you want. And that's that what I we, want to be. That's what we strive for Life Extension. So this is an important podcast. Every month we we do a review of some of the, um, well, let's just say it this way, what's in and what's not. And what's not. And helping you live forever-ish. <laughs> so let's start um, with what's in number one, and that is the ketogenic diet. The ketogenic diet. Why is that in? Well, it's in because what researchers are now finding, well, let's take a step back. It's in because people are losing weight. Yeah, that's good. And that's, that's, just, that's just, important. Just, yes. That's, it's important to be good, healthy weight, right? Yes. Right? Okay. People are on this diet. It's all the craze because they're, they're finding all of their friends and family that's losing 30, 40 pounds, you know, and, and they want to lose that weight. Right, So right. it's in. However, most people aren't fully uh, knowledgeable on the right way to do the diet. Yeah, I'm glad you said that, right? Because I've told you the story before, right? My friend... Who's who's been on the ketogenic diet for a while, and his I remember his lunch. Oh yeah, um, so you said the salami or some type of processed meat, processed ham. Puts a, oh. he puts he, was it is it slimy ham? Put, yeah, and he puts um Ameri- processed American cheese. He might even put like mayo on it or something. Oh, I don't gosh. even know. And then he rolls it up like he makes a little like ham tortilla thing out of for you know rolls it up, oh, and he'll eat like. I don't know how many pieces of ham come in a package. He probably eats the whole thing. First of all, what his blood pressure must be like. He has lost weight, but I, again, I don't. I don't know if that's the ketogenic diet we want to promote. That is not well. You know, to tell you the truth, we feel like there's just not enough research to really go full on board or be on board with the keto diet. At least long term, right? Long-term I mean, there, there's research. some short research showing weight loss. Short term uh, research for weight loss. So, yeah. you know, I think the longest was a 24 month study. Yeah. So, about two years okay. for weight loss. But that's about it. That's about it. So, we need more research um, for the long term effects of consuming 
such a high amount of fat. And most people, it's saturated fat is yeah. what they're consuming. We know saturated fat is still undisputed. It's linked with heart disease. Right. And that's and that's a consequence of, yeah. of following this diet in a not-so-healthy way. Right. So, so, so the, the right way, lean meats, go, like you said once, don't be scared of your vegetables. Go ahead. Eat, <laughs> eat some spinach. Eat some vegetables, I mean, Get some vegetables. Now, those are, just watch the starchy ones, right? Yeah. You yeah. know, the, the, the potatoes, the, the carrots, exactly. root vegetables. But the corn, yeah. All the greens are in play. <laughs> right? Right? <laughs> you can have some broccoli. All, you can have spinach. <laughs> Um, and, and so, but I, what I, what I thought was really interesting is what we wrote about in the magazine. It's yes. right there at the top, the ketogenic, ketogenic diet. Without high fat diets. Yeah. So, um, tell us about what Life Extension is doing here. So we have identified that one of the other benefits of the ketogenic diet is obviously the production of ketones. And when you look at what those ketones do in the body, the, the ketones have longevity benefits. The ketones can uh, affect gene expression of um, genes that really help to decrease free radical production, increase antioxidant capacity, support the growth of new mitochondria. So it's so not these, just weight loss. Yeah. So it feeds into our mission, right? The, the whole exactly. adding those vibrant years to, to exactly. To yeah. uh, so what we're researching are the individual ketones. And one in particular. Are you going to say it? <laughs> I'm going to say it. BHB, beta-hydroxybutyrate. Yeah. Uh, that's one of the main ketones that the body uses, that the brain uses. And you can provide those in a supplement. So you take, yeah. And so the idea is you take these ketones and it actually helps your body to burn more ketones. Exactly. And then you get all these other side benefits. Yes. Um, to a vibrant, healthy life of, yeah. of ketones. So, there, so, I, so at the end of the day, keto's in. Keto is in. People are losing weight. We get it. There's, there's a better way. There's a better way to do it. There's a better diet to follow. And there might be some emerging research using yeah. um, these exogenous yeah. ketones as well. So that's, that was in number one. What's in number two? Knowing your homocysteine level. Yes. Who for most are you people... Gonna, you were trying to make homocysteine exciting, well, weren't you? Well, it is exciting, <laughs> but most people have never even heard of it. But, you know, obviously, if you're listening, you probably know what homocysteine is. But what's exciting with... First, you need to know your homocysteine levels. Right. Do you know yours, Dr. Mike? I, I, yeah, no, spot. I don't. I, I did check it... Um, because we've been talking about homocysteine for years. For a long time Yeah, now. so I, I want to say, God, like, mid-2000s, I checked it. <laughs> That's a long time ago. Well, you know what? You know what I did? What I Maybe, I don't know if you, if this is something you experienced. When I first started working at Life Extension, right, um, learning so much stuff oh, yeah. about nutrition and longevity. I mean, we're just, we have a gold mine of information. I just was, I was trying everything. Me too. <laughs> oh, well, I remember, so, yeah. So I did. I, I checked. I checked all these different weird fats, yeah, and yeah. and uh, my homocysteine was considered normal, but not maybe optimal. I think. For yeah, and so what we have an optimal of below twelve, and ideal below eight. Okay. Now your it's not going to be flagged on your labs if you have your labs done until around fifteen. Yeah. See, mine wasn't flat. I think I was more around the. 12, 10, okay, 12, yeah. something like that. Yeah, that's that's average. It's not, it's not bad. Yeah, most but people around that. W w okay, what's why? What happens if it gets too high? Like why? Why do I need to know my level? Well, homocysteine is a risk factor for uh, you know having a heart attack or a cardiovascular event, and homocysteine 
It's I, I look at it as step zero in the process of plaque formation because it can directly damage the arterial wall. Yeah. And when you get damaged yeah. to the wall, then now I saw that too. Yeah. If I remember this right, hear me out. Okay. Right. So so you, the lining of your arteries is the endothelium. Mm -hmm. It's a single layer of cell, right? Yeah. And they and they connect together, and they connect together with these things called tight junctions. Mm -hmm. And these are these are known as adhesion molecules. Yeah. That hold them together. Mm -hmm. And I saw that the higher the homocysteine, the more those adhesion molecules get damaged, and that leads then to the infiltration yeah. into the artery of. The blood, the immune system, blah, blah. Does that sound exactly, right? Exactly, yeah. I think yeah. that's right. I mean, well, let's double check, but I think I remember reading that. Yeah, and you. so most people are familiar too. with homocysteine in the realm I of heart disease. Doctor, doctor. Oh, I know. I'm always listening when you're talking, <laughs> Dr. Mike. I pick up nuggets all the time. Uh, but our article in this magazine is focusing on homocysteine and the brain. Okay. And so we are just showing that uh, it's more than just about heart health. Lower your homocysteine to support a healthy brain. That's good. So know your level. Yeah. Know your homocysteine level. Um, I would also say I would know your vitamin D level. I would know, what else What else do we want to say Your omegas. Omega status. Yes. Omega-3 status. Yeah. Um, yeah. So there's, it, it's not just about knowing cholesterol. Oh, no. There's so many other things that we do promote here at Life mm -hmm. Extension. So that, so that was number two. Now, before I, sh before I get into number three, um, so we do have many articles in here, right? Yeah. Like usually there's, what, four articles or so? Well, sometimes more. Sometimes more. <laughs> and those are the main things. But there's also a section in here called In the News. Yes, In the News. And it's kind of a summary of just smaller things maybe going on mm -hmm. that we just want you to be aware of. And so this is where we got what's in number three. Yeah. Consider your age when having children. Yeah. Tell us about that. So this one was really quite <laughs> shocking. Yeah, I have my paper. Those of you who are, who are listening, I have my magazine, and it's all highlighted and everything. Uh, but on average, the offspring of a 40-year-old father have twice as many genetic mutations as the offspring of a 20-year-old father. Yeah. And, you know, it's really your genetic material just becomes... Fragile, yeah. and we know that the older we, you get, and that was that was looking at dads, but we also know moms, same thing, right? The older yeah. the yeah. and so and so, why? How does this fit into what we do at Life Extension? Well, we want to start life right with yeah. good genes, good genetics. So, uh, listen, we're we're not saying don't have kids if you're. That's not what we're saying at all. Yeah, we're saying look into it a little bit and, and yeah. read a little bit about it. Um, if you're older and you want to have kids, go for it. But, but Yeah, go but, for it. And just make sure that you're seeing a, a prenatal specialist, so a perinatologist, yeah. that will help you along with your pregnancy. So that was what's in number one, ketogenic diet. Uh -huh. What's in number two, knowing your homocysteine level. What's in number three, consider your age when having children. And what's not in... Burnout. Burnout. Stressed out, burnout. Stressed out. And in May of this year, of 2019, the World Health Organization officially included burnout in its international classification of diseases. And that came right from the magazine. Yeah. That's the update information we yeah. have uh, in, in the magazine for you. So, yeah, burnout. We Now, we've been um, teaching for a long time that uh, chronic stress increases all-cause mortality. Oh, yeah. Yep. You're, it, it just is what it is. There's, it, there's, it's not just anxiety and all that kind of stuff. Right. There's a, there is a, a, a serious, significant risk of early death.
Yeah, and it, you can see it. Someone who's chronically stressed, now they have elevated cortisol. That elevated cortisol then leads to elevated blood glucose. So now you're potentially dealing with diabetes, your adrenaline, you have, the, you know, your... Well, don't forget, too, the elevated cortisol dampens the immune response. Yes. So your immune system, and then you actually have your hormones that are shuttling towards... Uh, cortisol when they should be shuttling towards more of your youthful hormones. Yep. So it's, yeah. it just creates a big So in, in, mess. in, for time in, in the, uh, magazine, we talk about a adaptogenic herb yeah, rhodiola. called rhodiola for, for burnout syndrome. And just in general, adaptogenic herbs just help your body respond better to stress, yeah. brings the stress level down. Some of them have even been shown to decrease cortisol, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. I think rhodiola being one of them. So Check out um, Rhodiola because burnout is not in. It's out. That hit is out. <laughs> Dr. Gosser, thank you so much for joining me. Yes. I'm going to thank you for listening to Live Foreverish. For more podcasts, head over to liveforeverish.com. That's liveforeverish.com. Please subscribe so you never miss a show and like and share and like and share and, and like, like and, and share. share and we're, like. we're stopping there. I'm Dr. Mike. Thanks for listening. <laughs>